1: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Mid-Week War! That's right, motherfuckers, I am Mad Mike, and I am back this week. I am not in Deadpool's general vicinity. So I'm here with my good buddy and the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Eamon Payton. How are you, sir? Cheers.
0: <laughs> As I told Mad Mike I can't get the logo there. As I told Mike, before, this isn't my choice, but it was one that was available, and I'm excited to talk about wrestling and get slightly inebriated in
1: the process. The fourth show of this is going to be really awesome. And <laughs> joining us is a man who I personally and professionally am disavowing my relationship with, Antonio Garza.
2: <laughs> the feud continues between Matt Mike and Hugh Garza.
1: <laughs> Goddamn motherfucker. If you want to know why Garza has heat with me, you watch the Wrestling Mayhem show, and you find out on Mayhem Mania what Garza did. Because he yeah. did it, and yeah. he's non-apologetic.
2: You actually have to go back, like, already, like, three episodes, because this is building up.
1: Which you should, but you can also find the easy-to-follow YouTube links on WrestlingMayhemShow.com, hashtag MayhemMania. Anyway, we are talking about Ring of Honor this week, and oh boy, was it a show. Alright. What was the show, I guess? What was the show? I mean, that, to be fair, they're all shows. Uh, yeah. Garza, we'll start with you. What was your one word for Ring of Honor this week? Uh,
2: my one word is prospects.
1: Damn it. My fucking... God damn it, Garza! <laughs> Killing no. me again!
2: You can say top.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, I will say my one word this week is boys Eamon how about your one word ah Eamon are you back with Uh, us Eamon
0: Google Hangouts fun (laughs)
1: Eamon what's your one word this week for Eamon my one word for this week is uh, prospects yay Yay. (laughs) that was Garza's word and you clearly dropped out so you didn't hear that part did not <laughs> and that was also going to be my word. So we all this should be a really interesting Ring of Honor. Um, Garza, as if we could guess, what was your good this week?
2: Okay, so since I fuck it, top prospects match. Um, uh, it was King versus Leo Rush, and I'm gonna be honest. Um. I'm not sure who I like the most because I really, really like both guys. They they both have like completely different styles. Uh Leo Rush felt like a really young ACH and
1: Keep in uh, mind ACH is also really young.
2: Yeah, <laughs> even younger. <laughs> and Kinkake felt like uh like a like a, like a ninja uh, Gandalf. So it was pretty awesome. It was a pretty good match. It it was completely like the spot fest, like no psychology, as as the smart marks like to call it. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it was a, it was the best showing of top prospects that we've seen in the whole tournament. And unfortunately, we had to get rid of one.
1: Yeah, I really liked it. Um, I thought the wrong guy won. I uh, I I like Kincaid better. Like. I don't know if that makes me weird or a bad wrestling fan. I thought he I thought he seemed more interesting because we already have a guy that looks like Leo, his name is ACH. um Cedric Alexander.
0: Uh, that that that'll, that'll be something I'll get to in my change, by the way. But uh yeah.
1: Yeah, but that flipping Frankensire he did through the ropes, that was insane. That was absolutely insane. The 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 um the Van Terminator or whatever he did didn't really I'm I'm wondering if it was the camera angle or what, but it didn't look that good. But that flipping Frankenstein to the outside was uh oh not uh whipper, whippersnapper. Yeah. Awesome. That that was that was easily the highest spot of the week for me. Um but I I'll say my good this week is Caprice Coleman. <sighs> okay. Um yeah, I, I like Caprice. Uh I feel like he is doing something really good with this um tandem with Nana. And I'm kind of wishing he was teaming with Dijak instead of with Will Ferrara but we may get to that later. Eamon, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Amen. What was your good this week for Ring of
0: uh, I was gonna say the uh, the opener, the top prospect match, but I'm gonna say the main event. Uh, really fun match. Uh, I was I I'm a feeling you enjoyed it more, Mike, from the fact that you got to watch a Young Bucks match without Steve Carino on commentary. It was very uh,
1: enjoyable. It was very I, enjoyable.
0: I'm sure. Um, yeah, and it didn't mean a whole lot, necessarily. I mean, they got the six-man tag at the pay-per-view. But, uh, like, it was fun. It was it was a fun little match. They did a lot with the time that they were given, so.
1: It was also nice to see the Young Bucks lose cleanly. Yeah. Yeah. Because that doesn't happen often. I was very
0: surprised that they lost. Like, I thought, especially if you're going to do, like, the six-man at the pay-per-view, like, that you would have the Bucks lose and then have the faces faces, in quotation marks, like, pick up the win at the pay-per-view. Um, but, I mean, it was unexpected, and it was pretty cool.
2: Especially because they did the whole, like, title thing before the match. So, you would imagine that now ACH should say they'll have a title shot, but I don't
0: think they're ever going to
1: win.
0: Yeah. I don't think they will. But, uh, still, I mean, still a really cool match.
1: When is the 14th anniversary show? Next
0: next Friday.
1: That's what I thought. Okay, I yes. didn't think it was this week. Alright. Um so Garza, what was your bad this week for Ring of R? My bad
2: is going to go to the B J Whitmer Adam Page thing. <laughs> uh mainly because there's like they they didn't really give us a reason to why Adam Page should just like suddenly want to destroy Whitmer and Get in a fist fight with him, like I, I think uh, the the whole segment was certainly executed, and the build-up was even worse. So okay, but, so,
1: hey, so they didn't actually give a reason. I because I wasn't able to watch Ring of Honor last week. Like I was gonna watch it, then it slipped my mind. They they never gave us an actual reason for Adam Page turning right. Not not no.
0: specifically. I know like in the past we've had like Page lose lose matches. Uh, I think because of Whitmer at times, like like at parts. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, I get it. I feel I felt like the actual turn was just extremely weird because it wasn't, like, Adam Page jumping BJ from behind. It was basically Adam being, like, I'm going to attack you right now once I put this microphone down. Like, very yeah. oddly. Like, and,
2: and, like, and Whitmer actually got the upper hand several times. So it kind of, I don't know, it was just weird. Like, I, it should have been uh, Carino saying, like, there's someone that's like equally evil ask me and then like he turns around and super kid.
1: Yeah.
2: Or something. But I don't know. It was it was just weird. Yeah,
1: I, I was gonna I was gonna get to the segment and my change, but I'll just cover it now. Why Adam Page? Doesn't make any fucking sense. Like that, that's something else.
2: They they've been building up Adam Page through a decade like for the last almost two years I think. Mm-hmm. And and the he like he never got anywhere and now the turn is just going to be like fighting Whitmer. And that's not really going to. Yeah. And they call it a page. grudge
1: match? They call it a grudge match. Like, really? What's the grudge? You know what would have been really fun? If as soon as BJ Whitmer turned around, it was someone dressed as Mr. Wrestling 3?
2: That would have been awesome.
1: <laughs> and you know who that someone should have been? Hey, Colby Carino. Or Colby.
0: Oh, that's. So cool. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Mr. Wrestling
1: 3. Oh. The mask is obviously too big. I was going to say, Mr. Wrestling
0: 3 got really skinny.
1: <laughs> but, like, I mean, just a little bit of story. That's all you need for it. Like, Adam Page makes no sense. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense, but it's also...
0: its The reason it's so, like, weird is because it's happened too late. Like, they've teased and stuff with Adam Page, but they teased it months ago. It should have been ago. a
1: final battle.
0: Yeah, they teased it months ago. Like... Yeah. It, it, the problem is that
2: they did the, the Kobe Karino being between the thesis and the turn. Yeah. So right now Colby feels more relevant
1: than Ampage. And and, the, and it just makes the storyline kind of convoluted. Well, Colby like, is more relevant than that Page. Let's not get that twisted.
0: Like are we trying to are we trying to build Colby or are we trying to build Adam or are we trying to, you know, do something with Steve like it's it gets it's gotten very convoluted because there's so many parts to this. And yeah.
1: Uh, and, also and most of the parts don't work either.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh well, yeah, that, I think that's the biggest problem. Like they're throwing both Colby and Paige under the bus just to push Karina and Whitmer, who, like, let's be honest, no one wants to see them fight
1: again. Yeah. No, see the thing is, I would have wanted to see Karina and Whitmer fight at Final Battle. That's when it made the most sense. It doesn't make sense now. It doesn't make sense because yeah. Colby's already like kind of turning away from the decade because Whitmer beat him up. And now Paige is turning away. I'm like, why does Carino even care?
2: Yeah, he pretty much already won. All he wanted was to get Colby away from
1: him. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, the end of it should have been the Carinos versus the Decade. Like, that's how this should... Like, it should have been Carino versus Whitmer at Final Battle and, like, Carino squeaks out a win, kind of like Shawn Michaels return match, and then the like Page and Whitmer beat him up and Colby makes the save for his dad. And then you get the Carinos versus the Decade. And then after the Decade loses, that's where you can have Adam Page turn because Whitmer's gotta be the one that gets pinned. Yeah, right. I mean it it doesn't take much of a storytelling angle to do that, but they just got it all gummed up. Oh, um alright, but but my bad this week, uh Will Ferrara. <laughs> I don't get it. I, I don't get Like, even Prince Nana on commentary was having difficulty explaining the good aspects of Will Ferrar. And I'm like, you're supposed to be his manager, or his confidant, or his financial backer, or his pimp. Whatever that letter said, you are supposed to be him. You are supposed to be his hype man. And he couldn't think of jack all squat for Will Ferrara. Yeah, I mean Caprice was great. Uh, he was able to talk about Caprice a lot, but nothing. And it wasn't that Will.
0: Him. It wasn't that Will did anything bad. Like he, he was a decent enough wrestler in the match, but like.
1: Oh yeah, I'm not talking about the match. The match was fine, but Will Ferrara might as well be, um, a creator wrestler five. Yeah. Like, I don't know who Will Ferrar is. I don't know what he stands for. The fact that Nana wouldn't give anything away about their angle did not help.
0: Yeah, that, That's, that actually goes into my bad. Um, okay. Which was uh, Nana just being out there on commentary. Like, <laughs> Ring of Honor does this thing where they always have guest commentators for everything. Yeah. Like, and sometimes it works, but sometimes it just doesn't. Like, Nana having to like skirt around like what the envelopes he gave the guys meant. Like, being like, oh, you'll find out soon enough, and then they would keep asking questions about it, and then him just trying to skirt it, because he doesn't want to reveal what it is yet. Like, the best idea is just to not have Nana on commentary. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean, how long ago did he give all those people the envelopes? Uh, Like, months. it's been Months. Months, yeah. months and months. Like, and it's not like they even came out with a new gimmick or anything like that. Like, Caprice had a little bit of a new robe, I think. No, no. that was the same robe. It's yeah. the same robe? Okay, so nothing.
0: They're, they're just the same characters, yeah. it's
1: Like, at least have them come out like Chaz and Dilo as Lowdown. Like, do something.
0: Like, I can only assume it's the, the envelopes are money. Like, there's money in the envelopes. Because what else would be in them? Well,
1: he said there was something written in it. But like, I don't know. Like, if you're not gonna come out and tell us, or at least hint at it, don't come out at all. Yeah.
2: That was actually gonna be my my change. I guess
1: we can transition to. It. <laughs> <laughs> These
2: are rolling pretty well. Hey, we're, yeah. we're just, we
1: just just got the good transitions going, guys.
2: Yeah, uh, because there's no like even when you have the whole envelope thing, there's no reason why Ferrara and Caprice are, are teaming up, like. There's no reason yet. Uh, My my change would would have been just uh, either call this match for another week or or just something last week where you actually show why these guys should be teaming
0: up. Uh, Anything. This whole thing thing needs what Ring of Honor never does and affects it from us. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. So that was my change. Give us a reason why these guys are teaming and why should we care for them teaming up.
1: Also, I have a question. Um... They showed they showed a little clip of this before a tag match did I miss the blood feud between Will Ferrara and Caprice Coleman yeah they said I can't even yeah. remember when they said it happened but like, I don't remember that happening on TV I don't remember that happening on TV at all like I know we missed one or two weeks when the new year started but I don't remember at all but still there was no reason for it it's not like like I remember Caprice and Cedric had a big feud going and maybe Ferrara and um um. Well,
0: wasn't that one week where like Caprice wrestled Will Ferrara and like he cheated to win or something like or something along that line?
1: Yeah. Yeah, probably.
0: Yeah. And, but, but
1: I don't remember. Again, it it's being, like I don't remember being something huge where it was like they had to have a no DQ match to settle it.
0: Yeah. And I would have loved to see that because it's like maybe that would help me like get behind Will Ferrara a bit because like <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah, I, I, I mean, I saw the clip. It didn't really help me a full for her. At
0: all. Well, I mean, in, I mean, it looked like like they did that big spot at the end to like a table and stuff like that. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, I, I just found it very weird. And side note, like, does it feel like we getting... because say on like NXT or like, Lucha Underground, for example, where we have only like an hour to kind of like tell a story like, how we kind of diversify the people in between episodes. Like, we won't always get the same people every episode. Does it feel like we're getting the same people every Ring of Honor episode?
1: And I don't I don't remember the last time I saw Jay Lethal.
2: Well, the, the whole Silas Young has been going on, like, for several episodes now.
1: And to be fair, yeah. when they were first running this angle, that's what they should have done. But now, the angle is done. Mm-hmm. Like... Dalton isn't even a part of it anymore. It's Silas and the Bruce his the voice.
0: Yeah. But yeah, we always get that. We always get the BJ Whitmer stuff. We always get and now it's like we're getting this Nana stuff. Well,
1: we always get the B J Whitmer stuff because somebody's still on commentary.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but it's like we get it every week and it's like all the all the lower cuts the card stuff that we don't care about. And but we don't get the stuff we do care about every week. Yeah. Like I feel like it's been forever since we've seen like like, you know, Elgin or, you know... Uh, it feels like forever true. we see ACH or Matt Seidel. Like.
1: Well, I mean, except for tonight when they beat the Young Bucks.
0: No, no, I know. But listen, <laughs> but when was the last time we saw them? Like, that's forever true. ago. That's
1: true. Yeah. yeah. I think... Uh, I think the, last, uh, the last time I saw them, they were having their best of five series still.
0: So. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think they just, like, got some of the matches already built up as much as they want. And... They could just like not talk about them other than hyping the the, the card okay. because like 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 lethal Adam Cole and O'Reilly, we haven't seen those guys in I guess two weeks
1: now mm-hmm. yeah so yeah I mean go, go figure I mean they're probably just finishing out whatever tapings they're at in South Carolina or wherever they were so yeah. I mean we're kind of, it's kind of like when you hit the end of an NXT taping cycle but yeah. the difference is NXT fills it in with backstage segments which Ring of Honor should be doing.
0: Which which is weird, because I think isn't, at least from what I saw, isn't next week's show the first show in, like, the... where they have, like, the new set or stuff
1: and stuff like that? Is that next week?
0: Yeah, I, th- I thought I saw a commercial for it where it was, like, clearly, like, the new setup.
1: Hmm. Well, may- it might not have any bearing on the pay-per-view, then. That's what I'm thinking. Which like, would suck!
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Alrighty. Uh, I think we hit all of our good, bad, and change and everything.
0: Oh, uh, I had a... Did, oh, did yeah. You did you a change?
1: change? Yeah, my change was the whole... Um, oh, the Dalton thing? No, the, uh, the Adam Page stuff. Like, why oh. Adam Page should have been someone else.
0: Uh, my quick change goes to kind of what you mentioned about the opener. Uh, and they've done this before, so it's not, you know, impossible. I, think, I hope they give Jason Kincaid a spot as well. Um, both from... He he was very impressive in the match, and I like the story that they kind of tried to tell with him. They tried to make it like he was... I guess he had a history of being in poverty and stuff like that that contributed to his look and stuff like that. But I think it was cool. They tried to tell a story with him. No disrespect to Leo Rush, because I think he is amazing, but there's a lot of people like him right now in Ring of Honor Mm -hmm. who don't have stories.
1: There's a lot of people like him on this episode.
0: Yeah, he's like... Like he's like ACH and Cedric Alexander and Caprice Coleman. I mean, I mean not, not to say you know, not to make it that kind of thing,
1: but no, just yeah. similar body types and similar styles. He's very impressive, but I mean, if if you're
2: not really paying attention, you, you can easily see Gresham and Leo Rush and say, "I think it's." Jonathan
1: Gresham's
0: another one. Yeah.
2: yeah, because they even have the same the same haircut.
1: Yeah, and L even in the right light, he kind of looks like Cheeseburger too. <laughs> a little bit, like yeah. W yeah. Debbie, Ring
0: of Honor has a real affiliation with like, like, like smaller athletic black guys for some reason. Like, there's like twelve of them on the roster. It's like Ring of Honor has a weird like weighted affirmative action program. <laughs> yeah, I would have been surprised.
1: Well, I I would if uh, Jason K doesn't get picked up by Ring of Honor. Uh, NXT, your cruiserweight. Dealy. Yes. Bring him in, please, por favor. I want to see for. him and Tommaso Ciampa beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> Alright, um so before we sign off, um Garza, where do you rank Ring of Honor this week? Uh
2: I'm gonna rank at number three. Yeah, number three.
1: Okay. Alright, um I also have Ring of Honor number three this week. Uh Amon, how about you?
0: Uh, I actually have it at number four this week. Uh, Whoa.
1: Yeah. I can see why. Yeah,
0: because yeah, the, well, the opener is really good. The main event's really good. But it's the middle part that's kind of like... Yeah. Like We didn't right.
2: even mention this, but like, having Mark Briscoe fire no, a I, job
0: I was I a completely that, waste of yeah, time. It was a waste of time, I thought. It was, it was an good. absolute...
1: Like, that, that could have been better served with the promo.
0: I don't see how... Because I don't see how a Mark Briscoe singles match helps build the tag match. You know what exactly, I mean? Exactly. Yeah. If it was, the, say, if it was the Briscoes against Brutal Bob and Tim Hughes, then like maybe, but like even still, like that could be argued. It could be a bit of a waste. But I just did not see the point of a Mark Briscoe match on this show.
1: Yeah. Alrighty. Um. So Garza, where can the good people of the internet find you? You can find me at and You can find me at
2: dwrevolution.com. No, wait, Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> For uh, the Twitters.
1: Alright, Eamon, how about you? They can find
0: me on Twitter at Eamon2, please. And they can also check out Inspire Pro Wrestling on Twitter uh, at Inspire Pro Res. And our, check out one our event that will be happening next Sunday in Austin, Texas.
1: Excellent. You can find me at Mad Mike4883 on the Twitters, of course. And also, tune in to the Wrestling Mayhem Show every Tuesday night, roundabouts 9 o'clock. We've got a whole bunch of stuff cooking. we got the big question every week. We have Mayhem Mania in full effect. I will castrate Garza next week with one of my match choices. Not sure how I'm going to do it yet, but it will happen. But uh, tune in to that chaos. And if you like that, stick around. amon has got the Indie Mayhem show right after that. And uh, they have fantastic guests on it, and I'm sure it'll be another great one this week. So, uh, for Antonio Garza.